Hello and welcome to season three of the Love with Elise Peck podcast. I'm your host, Elise Peck. And in case you haven't met me before, I'll give you just a tiny rundown so that you know who you're connecting with. Um, How'd you met me in 2011? I was a graduate lawyer. I was engaged to my husband. I owned a property in Melbourne. Essentially, it was a pretty fabulous season of my life where um, I was using my manifesting ability to create the life and the outcomes that I wanted. If you fast forward to 2016, where I now had manifested part of my vision board, which was uh, I now have two beautiful children. Back then I was I had my first, so I was 12 months into having um, my first healthy baby, which was a, a vision board goal. And I was a stay-at-home mom, which was also a vision board goal. And now that I had sort of achieved that vision, it was now time to, I now felt inspired to dream even bigger. And my next goal became that I wanted deep meaning, purpose, and even more abundance, of course, for my beautiful family that I was creating. And so what essentially happened with that vision is uh, I called into my life or manifested into my life an opportunity where I started um assisting and supporting other people to launch businesses. And in the course of doing that, I was essentially accidentally life coaching. So I would be coaching people and helping them to launch businesses and get a steady stream of clients and to create their own abundance. And I constantly heard over and over again, oh my gosh, wow, Elise, like you should be, you should just be, you should be a life coach. Like this is phenomenal what the actions that you're getting me to take and and the transformation I'm going through um, just with your guidance and so the seed was planted um, the feedback from life was um, that in order to help me manifest this deep purpose and meaning and this abundance that had been on my vision board uh, it was now time to be a coach so I went off got certified etc and now in 2024 um, I have been officially certified so I started coaching in 2016. I've been officially certified as a coach since uh, 2020. And when I launched officially as a coach, um, I offered people all these different results that I would help them coach with. And there was one that had exceptional energy behind it. There was one that just people just wanted from me. Um, and that was love. That, like people just felt in my energy or they had experienced the love in my life through knowing me personally, whatever it was, it was all this energy. People had this fierce curiosity to learn about loving relationships, romantic relationships from me. So, you know, following the ikigai or whatever, you know, what the world wants from you, what you're good at, etc. I launched an offering there and it, it took off like wildfire. The results were just blowing my mind. They were blowing everyone else's mind. And thus began, you know, me being on my purpose and mission and life journey as a love manifestation coach. And so the the results have have just been unreal and beautiful because what, what better thing is there in life than to help people feel more connection, more love and to experience people being more in their vibration and in their energy of love. It's been phenomenal In addition, um, since 2020, I've become a best-selling author. I've co-authored the book called Elevate Your Energy, which interestingly, that was something I wanted to manifest in 2019. I set a goal um, of becoming 
certified in something that would help me heal people <laughs> um, and help me do more of like what I'd been doing sort of just by instinct with my coaching, wanted a formal education. And I also put on my vision board that I wanted to be a best-selling author. I gave myself until I was 70 for that goal. It happened the following year in 2020. Co-authored the book called Elevate Your Energy. Um, my chapter is called The Law on Love because uh, of my history of being a lawyer and um, and then my ikigai, my life's path, my dharma as um, being a love coach. And so that brings me here today talking to you about how to help, how to manifest what you want into your life and specifically how to manifest love. I can help people manifest whatever goal they're after. And as it turns out, most people want me to help them manifest their goal of more love, of better love, of more satisfying love, of deeper connection, um, however that vision looks for them. So that might look for you that you are currently single and wanting to attract um, a great relationship into your life. It may look like you're currently in a relationship and it's not feeling, looking or living into the vision of what you wanted. Um, Or it, it might be that you feel that your journey is kind of taking you more in the direction of self-love and potentially an uncoupling from a relationship that no longer feels in alignment for you. So it's all about uncovering what your desires are around love and um, giving you the support to manifest it. So here is season three of the Love with Elise Peck podcast featuring me, your host, Elise Peck. And I'm so excited. I'm so excited that you're here. I'm so excited to connect with you. And I'm so excited uh, to support you to manifest way more love, even more love into your life. Thanks for listening. Tim from the beach and um, contemplating a conversation that I had today that has prompted me to um, yeah, make a video and just share something that's helped me on my journey that I feel I would have liked to know or had someone articulate in a certain way um, earlier in my journey. And it's, it's about um, those relationships that cause us the most angst. And what's really been helpful to me, uh, some reframes and look, the reframes alone, um, I mean, might be enough for some people. Good to know the seeds is important to plant. Um, but just know that I've also coupled this with a lot of deep work and getting my own coaching and, um, the the tools that I use with clients using them pretty much daily on myself, although it's become part of who I am. So it's, not so much a ritual, it's just something that's part of my day. Um, so just a caveat that number one, this is one piece of the ingredient is finding new ways to look at things. Um, and number two, that like everyone else, I'm a work in progress. So any progress I've made certainly does not make me anywhere near any version of perfection or anything like I think anyone that's ever done any video or shared any message of growth online could absolutely have people watch and think, well, I've had an experience with you uh, where you didn't seem to have that wisdom (laughs) or 
Um, so I'll just say that I don't get it right all the time, but I get it right more than I used to. And um, I've made a lot of progress and this has been something that's helped me in terms of relationships that typically caused a lot of rumination, that caused a lot of angst, that caused a lot of distress. And um, something that really, really helped me, and people frame it different ways. People call this thing cord cutting. I don't necessarily call it cord cutting, but I think to think of it as cord cutting is helpful. Uh, but I think everyone's different and sometimes visualizing helps you. So you visualize cord cutting sometimes you, but for me, words, finding new words for something, finding a new perspective through words, words tend to heal be very healing for me when I hear something framed a different way or I hear something that shifts something. I find that very helpful. Certainly visualizing and cleaning up my energy around it as well as helpful, but um, just sharing it in these words might be, it was something that seemed useful for someone I was chatting to today and it might be useful for you listening. And that is that often the relationships that cause us the most in a turmoil are those that we've that we are sort of in our intimate inner circle right whether you call that in your family in your chosen family in your natural born family or in um or maybe not just really close friendships it's that intimacy that tends to create a lot of distress when people aren't showing up how we have decided in our own in a, in a narrative that they ought to be showing up. And so while I've made so much progress and there's still work to be done, um, I do want to, well, while there's still work to be done, I do want to share what has really given me phenomenal results. Um, and certainly I've seen the same with clients. And it's this, often we have a narrative around who another person needs to be. And when they don't live into that narrative, we're mad at them for who we decided they needed to be. And often what needs to happen is that we grieve, we, we allow ourselves to look at who they're really being, who are they showing us they have the capacity to be, who are they showing us they really are, you know, you can look at people, you can look at how they spend their time, their energy, who they do treat well, who they don't treat well um, by your assessment, you know, and all of these things are clues to their values. And you can either accept that that's who people are and then move forward with that knowledge or you can be at war with who they are and cause yourself immense distress. And I know we all try that from time to time. <laughs> and when I dip in and out of like remembering and forgetting and remembering and forgetting, but each time the lesson gets deeper and deeper. And so it's important that the lesson is given at some point and then we start getting deep on it. Um, but what has been phenomenal for me is accepting, okay, who did I decide I needed that person to be? Who have I seen that that person can be in relation to me? Because who they can be in relation to someone else might be different. You know, might be different to how they can be in relation to you. 
And some of it might have nothing to do with you. It could literally be something as, you know, something completely, you know, some of it's their side of the fence, right? Some of it is someone one day with your exact looking face treated them a certain way. Now when they see you, they remember that. And now they're going to preempt. And, you know, some of it is is the other person's side of the fence. So sometimes instead of trying to figure things out, you just look at what is the evidence that I have? How have I seen that person can be in relation to me? And what do I need to do in order to be able to accept that? I can't change that. You might be able to change it with some people. (laughs) But have you attempted to change it? So step one, have you attempted to change it through clear communication, through what I'm needing is, this is how this makes me feel. If you've attempted the clear communication, direct communication way, and when you attempted that, that person sort of, um, you know, didn't show the capacity to take accountability and show up differently. Um, and so if you've attempted to change it and you can't change it, right, so you change the things you can and you accept the things that you can't, right? Be God grant me this ready to accept the things I cannot change, to change the things that I can and the wisdom to know the difference. Okay, my grandma had that on our fridge growing up and it's a great one, it stuck with me. Um, And when someone has shown you they don't have the capacity through communication to show up any differently or to show up how you've decided you need them to show up, then the only next step is acceptance. And then you ask yourself, to what capacity can I accept them? What needs to happen for me to accept them? What does it look like? If this is who this person is, what does accepting them look like? If that's who they are and they're not going to change, to what degree can I have them in my life? To what degree can I have them involved? Um, To what degree will I engage with them? And the idea is instead of being at war with reality and trying to shove it into your narrative, the idea is accepting it and sometimes that the acceptance involves grieving who you decided they needed to be right like I know there would be people that would feel that I am not the person they needed me to be I didn't show up in this role or that role or that as they believe a person in that role or this role that ought to have shown up you know um that's they've got an idea of when you are this person in relation to me this is how you ought to show up for me to decide that you must love me. And if you don't show up that way, that must mean you don't love me or that, you know, you're, you're, you know, bad or whatever it is. And if you don't show up that way. um, And so certainly all of us have people that would feel like we aren't who they need us to be. And then there's people that we feel aren't who we need them to be. And while we're at war with that, we suffer. If we've attempted to change it, we've made genuine effort, genuine communication, genuine attempts for transparent connection building resolution where we've come to the table with accountability, here's what I'm willing to do, but here's what I'm needing, and it can't be resolved, then acceptance is all that's left on the table. Your options are suffering or acceptance. And so learning to accept grieve the narrative that you needed that is not going to happen um 
has been useful. And what happens then is when you're like, this is who this person is and I'm going to let go of needing them to be anything different. Now you can meet that person with curiosity. Now you meet that person as though you're meeting a stranger on the street or a, a colleague in the workplace that you just, you know, you're curious about and you're just engaging with or someone you've just met, which is just with a curiosity rather than, you know, here's all these benchmarks I need you to hit. Here's the person I need you to be. Here's, you know, rather than having all this idea of who they needed to be, you just allow them to be who they are. And then you decide, okay, if they can't meet these needs, who can? Um, if they can't need, meet these needs, how can I meet those needs? Uh, I'll accept what this person brings to the table. I'll look for what is the benefit that this person brings to the table. And then I'll also learn my limits around how much, to what extent can I engage with this person given that this is who they are. And so <laughs> I shared that someone was like, oh, my gosh, but how have you done that? <laughs> um, and the how is, you know, a lot of inner work coaching um this sort of stuff and so sometimes people don't know, really know what coaches are doing and as a love coach that's certainly um a big part of what I help people with is helping them to let go of the attachments to stories that are causing them to suffer for their own benefit and the more that we lean into the surrender the letting go the grief and then the acceptance the more liberated we become and the more we free up our energy to be available for the things that are meeting our needs. It's that old saying where your focus goes, energy flows. We stop focusing on needing those things to be any different and we allow ourselves to be available and liberated and in a better energy for the things that, that do meet our needs to come to us because in a way we're now meeting our own needs better and that gets mirrored on the outside. So in a previous video, I did say that your beliefs can get reflected back to you and people do tell you what they're perceiving you believe about yourself. Um, that's to a certain extent. This is a co-creation. You know, it'd be wholly, I won't use that word. Um, we, this is a co-creation and there's lots of us and we're doing this together. So some of it is your beliefs, but some of it is other people's side of the fence too. And some of it is completely out of your control. You control what you can, you control your inner world, you control what you believe about yourself that does influence things. And then there's other people with their stuff and their beliefs and that's also influencing things. And it's key to get to a point as much as you can and knowing that you will go on a journey with this where some days you're better than others and some days it gets to you and some days, some days someone turns up, asks them to get mad at you because you weren't who they needed you to be. And, and you lose your capacity on that day to accept that, that trait in them. And then you just reflect and think, all right, how can I go back to accepting that that's who that person is? And now with that knowledge and with that acceptance, what do I need to grieve? What need is missing? Where can I get that need met from a source where it's in alignment for that person, where it's natural for that person to, to, be, to meet that need or I'm able to meet that need? Yes, and it allows you to have a forward a forward moving process and it allows you ultimately to love people as they are instead of needing them to be different and you know that you're loving them as they are not even if they don't necessarily feel that because they still have a narrative about who you needed to be for them to feel like you loved them um but all you can do is work on you <laughs> you um 
you and um yeah and how you're showing up and what meaning and narrative and stories you're giving that are ultimately allowing you to feel more empowered all right now if you have some tricky relationships in your life um when I say love coach I do help people attract love but I also have absolutely absolutely helped people uh reignite marriages that you know well some of them just lost a spark you know nothing dramatic just you know it's been a long time and the spouse is gone some of them very very hostile and going from hostile to harmonious um and some of them the journey is from contempt to uncoupling and there being an acceptance of that everyone's journey is different there's like no one size fits all um and if you feel like you need help with the relationships in your life and how it's impacting you just a minute I'll give you a second um then please apply for a free love life upgrade call with me where we will do some breakthroughs in that it's just one call though so at the end if you do feel a resonance and you are pleased with with your experience um then you can learn more about going deeper into ongoing coaching with me all right if you'd like to join the conversation in the comments I'm sure anyone who relates to this would love to hear from other people also going through this um this sense of inner turmoil with relationships in their in their life significant relationships um yeah so comment share join the conversation connect um and go deeper if um you're feeling called to all right bye for now thanks so much for joining this episode was originally recorded uh, with the intention of it being posted on my instagram I'll pop the handle to my Instagram in the caption or the show notes of this episode. Um, And so I'll also drop in the link that I refer to as being in my bio or whatever. I'll pop it um, into the podcast friendly version that you're listening to. All right. Also, you can find out more about me at my website, elisepeck.com. Thanks for joining. Um, Love if you want to pop some comments in the Q&A section. Um, Please you know, like, share, subscribe, send it to whoever you feel could benefit from getting better results, better outcomes, manifesting more magic in their life. And I look forward to connecting with you on the next episode of Love with Elise Pink. Bye for now.